Gary Zacharias here, welcoming you to the Apologist Bookshelf. I'm looking again at a book by Phil Fernandez. He's a wonderful thinker, uh, a fun guy. You ought to take a look at his stuff that he posts on Facebook. He's really funny. Uh, this book is called The Atheist Delusion. By the way, he's a warm, kind person, too. Uh, he's a real thick-looking guy. I mean, he looks tough. Uh, but he's a kind person, and uh, I consider him a friend. Chapter 14 of this book, it's called One Nation Under Dawkins. And uh, so he goes after the new atheist because that's the subtitle of this book, A Christian Response to Hitchens and Dawkins. So he says, uh, these two guys believe that the world would be better off without belief in God. But other thinkers have disagreed, of course. And the idea is if you reject God, mankind will be worse off. And so that's what uh, Fernandez would like to do. Phil's going to look at three of the thinkers who say, uh-uh, it's not going to be a pretty picture in this world without God. I mean, think about John Lennon. He wrote that song, Imagine How Wonderful Everything Would Be If There Just Wasn't Religion or God. And that's what Dawkins and Hitchens believe. Oh, it'd be a, a shining utopia. No, no, no. It says, uh, let, let's start. He says, the 20th century has come to a close. And he said, look back at the wars, the bloodshed, the genocide in the 20th century. And he said there are three people that they want to look at as far as being prophets about what was coming. Frederick Nietzsche and uh, two Christian thinkers, C.S. Lewis and Francis Schaeffer, looking at the future of Western civilization. And what Fernandez wants to show here is that that 19th century's death of God, that's when it all changed, has led to the horrors in the 20th century. Uh, universal truth is gone, absolute moral values have gone, and that's going to lead to the death of man in the 21st century if things don't change. So one nation under Dawkins, what do we get? Well, let's start with Nietzsche. Uh, Nietzsche is the first of the three that he wants to look at, 1844 to 1900. He proclaimed God is dead. Now, I don't think he was necessarily happy about that. I mean, he just meant that that Christian worldview was not the dominant influence that it had been on the thought of Western culture. So he's, he thought that mankind had this idea of God. That was wishful thinking, but people had become more intellectually mature and they could reject God's existence. And he argued that, hmm, if you get rid of God, you're getting rid of more than you think you are. You're getting rid of traditional values, too. If the God of the Bible is not around, then the moral values in the Bible shouldn't hold any, uh, uh, hold any sway over mankind. So he viewed existence as, it was a struggle, right? This is Darwin again, redefining that uh, whatever is good is the will to power. That's that Darwinian doctrine, survival of the fittest. So he called for a group of supermen to create their own values, and they'd have will to power. They would replace the values he wasn't really fond of, the soft values of Christianity. He thought that the Christian focus on self-control and sympathy and loving your enemies and mercy and humility, that was stifling our creativity and progress. That encouraged mediocrity. But if you get those supermen in charge, people who are self-assertive, they have daring creativity or full of passion, they're independent, they desired conquest, that would enhance creativity. By the way, do you hear Hitler in there? Yeah buying into a lot of that. So the new atheists, now he says, okay, that's what Nietzsche was talking about. He says these new atheists like Dawkins and Hitchens, they want to get rid of God. Yeah, but they want to hang on to the soft values of Christianity like compassion and tolerance. But he's uh, saying, uh-uh. He said they seem oblivious that 
A Darwinian evolution doesn't promote compassion. It doesn't promote tolerance. It promotes survival of the fittest. Toleration and compassion have no place in a bloody, cruel world, a Darwinian evolution. So when the new atheists say they are tolerant and compassionate, they also support abortion, infanticide, euthanasia. Uh, they support eugenics in many cases. Think about Peter Singer. So the new atheists don't seem to appreciate the dependence of morality on God. They think, well, we'll just stamp out Christianity, but it won't change anything in the moral sphere. Well, Nietzsche wasn't that naive. He said, uh-uh. You get rid of God, you cause the death of God, you bring the death of morality as, as well. Now, he rejected the idea of universal unchanging truths. And so he said, well, there you go. If God is dead, then this whole idea of universal truth, like these absolute moral values, that's dead as well. And he predicted, remember he died in 1900, he predicted that in the 20th century, man would come of age, that the atheists would finally realize we can live in a world without God. There'd be no moral absolutes. We can, we can play God. We can create our own morality. And Nietzsche warned. He said, you know, that's going to be the bloodiest century in human history. And was he right? Yes. But he was optimistic. Nietzsche said, you know, man will create his own meaning, his own truth. Uh, he'll be set free from belief in this non-existent God. And then he'll excel. And man will become more than man. He'll become Superman rather than man becoming less than man. Well, how'd that work out? Not very well. It says Nietzsche was actually kind of a forerunner for postmodernism. Modernism is confidence, you know, that you use your reason, that people could find absolute truth and morality, but postmodernism rejected that confidence in human reason. Uh, postmodernists see absolute truth and morality as just creations of the human mind. And Nietzsche got it right. Western culture abandoned the Christian worldview, and they've ended up denying truth and moral values. So what do we got? We've had the 20th century, the bloodiest century in human history. So the human, uh, the view that Nietzsche had was right on. The death of God was not a step forward. It was a step backward, a dangerous one. If man, if God is dead, he says man is dead as well. Okay, what about the second person? That's C.S. Lewis. Well, we had death and, and the death of truth and morality and he's going to focus on two people, C.S. Lewis and Francis Schaeffer, have argued that once those things die, then the death of man will follow, unless man repents. So Lewis wrote a book called The Abolition of Man. He was critiquing an English textbook written in the 1940s that was supposed to be for kids. And Lewis found that there are a lot more things than English being taught in this book. The authors are rejecting objective truth and traditional values. And they're coming up with moral relativism. He was concerned. He said, you know, kids are going to be easy prey to this. And he said, what's going to happen? It's going to lead to a culture that's built on this moral relativism. It's going to reject objective truth. He said, that hasn't happened in the history of mankind. He predicted, what do you get when this happened? He said, this kind of teaching is going to produce a race of men without chests. What's he talking about? Men without consciences. A new species of man. And frankly, he said, this is going to be the abolition of man. It'll be the destruction of the society that accepts it, he says. Once you reject all these values, then it leaves people free to recreate themselves and their values. Well, that's not good because we're talking about sinners, twisted people. What's going to happen? Uh, it's not good at all. He said, uh, now, because they're going to reject traditional values, people today are going to find new purpose for science. It's like magic. It represents our attempt to conquer nature. But... 
He believed science would become an instrument through which a few hundreds of men would rule billions of men because as man conquered nature, human nature would be the last part of nature that would surrender. So what's going to happen is that science was going to be used, according to Lewis, by future rulers to suppress the freedom of the masses. In fact, he called these future rulers man-molders, the conditioners. They would produce the rules, and they wouldn't produce, they wouldn't obey the rules themselves, of course. They would create the laws that these people would have to obey. Doesn't that sound familiar? We're hearing that all the time. So according to Lewis, you reject traditional values and objective truth, you end up with the same mentality in future rulers like the Nazi rulers of Germany. What's going to happen is traditional values will disappear and we'll get arbitrary rules of the arbitrary wills of the few. They're going to rule over billions. It's going to ab- uh, abolish man, bring about what he calls the world of post-humanity. That's pretty grim, isn't it? What about the third person here, Francis Schaeffer? Uh, his, his material is wonderful, too, as well as Lewis's. Now, he said, we're in a post-Christian era. And he really meant the same thing like Nietzsche did, declaring God is dead. He's saying the Christian worldview is not the way the West sees things anymore. It's a secular humanistic view that's taken over. And he said what's happened is that modern man has fallen what he called uh, below the line of despair. So what was Schaefer talking about? If you throw out God, modern man is left alone. No divine revelation, couldn't find truth, and finally just gave up searching for truth. Modern people uh, would not believe there are any absolutes, so they'd embrace moral relativism. He says, now our society is functioning with no fixed ethics. It's just a small group of people that will decide arbitrarily what's the good for society. Well, we're seeing that exactly happening today. Schaefer said that America is going to be like ancient Rome. It'll turn to these arbitrary laws, and then there's going to be an increase in crime and promiscuity because nobody believes there's any moral authority out there. Well, if you get more crime and promiscuity, you have to have more government control. So that's that's pretty grim. The point is that Schaefer's talking about is humanism doesn't think there's any base for values or laws. Humanism is going to lead to chaos. And when chaos happens, then everybody's going to cry for somebody to take over and whip people into shape. You're going to get some kind of authoritarianism to control this chaos. And so this is not good, not good at all. Schaefer also knows that most American leaders these days no longer consider themselves subject to God's laws. They're not really answerable to anybody. And do we see that? Yes, we do. Uh, he, Schaefer quotes William Penn, one of our founders way back. Here's what Penn said. If we're not governed by God, then we will be ruled by tyrants. Let me say that one again because that's pretty powerful. If we're not governed by God, then we will be ruled by tyrants. How is that for looking ahead? Schaefer uh, was responding in part to a book by B.F. Skinner called Beyond Freedom and Dignity. And Schaefer was saying, we're going to get the death of man, the Western culture, by rejecting God and, and truth and God's moral laws it'll end up being the death of man. Now, Skinner, of course, said this will be a utopian society. We'll get a small group of intellectual elitists, and they'll control the environment and genetic makeup of people. And Schaefer is saying, we're, we're doing some terrible things here. This is going to be the death of man. <clears throat> uh, so Schaefer is saying not only is their failure of a secular humanism, but the Eastern pantheism doesn't offer any escape either. The only thing that will save us is the Christian worldview. That's going to save us from the death of man. 
Now, here's what here's a quote from Schaefer. Society can have no stability on this Eastern worldview or its present Western counterpart. It just does not work. And so one finds a gravitation toward some form of authoritarian government, an individual tyrant or a group of tyrants who takes the reign, reins of power and rule and the freedoms, the sort of freedoms we've enjoyed in the West are lost. We are then brought back to our starting point. The inhumanities and the growing loss of freedoms in the West are the result of a worldview which has no place for people. Modern humanistic materialism is an um, impersonal system. So it says we get impersonality. So he's calling upon evangelicals. Sound the alarm. We've got to repent. The death of man is approaching. And so um, Fernandez says, let's raise a testimony that the building of God's people, we've got to build up God's people here to slow down this slide toward a totally humanistic society and an authoritarian state that will be very suppressive. And I think we're starting to see that happen. More and more laws because we're getting to be a wilder society since nobody's buying into uh, a real true morality out there. Okay, well, that's Phil Fernandez. Um, Not very cheerful, but uh, we've got to be honest. We've got to face what's out there. Be ready for it. All right, the book is called The Atheist Illusion. Thanks, and uh, we'll do another podcast soon.